Welcome to The Elephant in New York, presented by the Fearless People Experience. Do you know those things in the workplace that make work suck, but remain unchanged? Well, those are the elephants we're here to talk about. We believe that these topics can and should be addressed with common sense, courage, and compassion. We may not have all the answers, and we're definitely not always going to be right. But we're here to build a better people experience. You gotta start somewhere. Let's go. Welcome back to the Elfin in the Org. I'm Danny Glutch. I'm joined by Kasha Dora. Marion is out sick today. And we have our very first guest, Adam Horn from the Open Org, an expert on transparency, because that's the elephant we're here to talk about today. It's actually going to be a two-part series. So please have a listen while we talk with Adam about transparency in organizations. Tell us what, what's your story, Adam? What are you doing? Why are you doing it? And, and where did that sort of inspiration or, or passion come from? Sure. Um, well, so I'm, I'm one of two co-founders at a company called OpenOrg. Uh, we launched earlier this year. Feels like a long, long time ago, but we've only really been going a handful of months, um, as it turns out, and having conversations around building OpenOrg probably for about a year or so now, actually. Um, Prior to that, I spent about 12 years or so uh, in the people and talent space, Uh, predominantly recruitment and talent, um, but but nine of those 12 years spent as a founder or co-founder of my own company. So lots of hands-on hiring uh, work for companies and, and, and clients, but also hiring and building my own companies, which has been really, really cool opportunity to do. Mostly small businesses, um, ranging from like four employees all the way up to about 72, um, which was the last business that I ran and stepped away from at the end of last year. Um, set up OpenOrg this year with my co-founder, John. Um, so OpenOrg, we're, we're on a mission to rebuild trust in the workplace. And we're doing that through the um, using transparency and openness as a, as a lever to achieve that. Um, so we're, we're over the yeah, opinion. Kasha, Kasha got verklempt. You used it right too. Oh, you used the word right too. Yes, I think that that's such an important thing, right? Like how much how much trust is missing in hmm. in the workspace, right? Like, and and the freedom to actually like be honest about things and be transparent. Like, there's, and I think especially too, depending on the kinds of businesses that you've kind of grown up in professionally, Hmm. right? You you have this mask that you wear. And like you, you don't say the things that you're actually thinking. You have your corporate speak that you put on top of things and it really muddles the actual conversations that you want to have and the actual bonds you want to build with people. Uh, so the fact that you guys are trying to kind of like tear that away a little bit and bring the, the essential humanity back into working with people. Um, oh yeah, that just like, that just gets me. That's perfect. I think the when I first came across Adam's post, I was like, oh, it's structural. If the company's going to act cloak and dagger, you know, everything's a secret, guess what? Guess how the people in the company are going to behave? Um, and, and what about people who are looking to join the company? Like, do, do we know anything about you? Um, so, so talk more, right? The, the elephant in the org, obviously, transparency. But I think we want to talk first um, about, like, the pay transparency. 
because this is a thing yeah. right now, right? So how how is that that trust, right? How is trust and pay transparency? How is that all working together? What trends do you see? What bifurcations or divergences are you seeing around uh, transparency specifically with pay? Well, my 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 journey with pay transparency, um, albeit it's it's one of thirty six areas that we have on our framework at OpenOrg. So like the the buzz, when you say the word transparency at the moment, people default to pay. And it's an important topic, particularly in the US and also EU as well, not the UK sadly at the moment, but it's getting there. Um, but people default to that. So it's a big buzzy topic. My, my experience with it um, goes back years from the point of view of, of being a recruiter for, for 12 years. And, and some of that as an external recruiter working arm's length to companies and your job is really hard at times um, because companies are giving you job descriptions and saying hey go and hire this person but not giving you a proper budget to work with so for years recruiters have had to work with like vagueness and, and secrecy around pay and, and, and how that works and, and that makes their lives really hard and you can see how that that impact candidates and applicants and people who, who are trying to join businesses and talent teams internally have exactly the same problem so this has been something I've been aware of for a long time it makes everyone's lives harder um I've seen other impacts of that outside of base salary when it comes to things like commission for the bulk of my time as a recruiter um back years ago was was sales um and having to deal with conversation around commission and bonus like nine out of ten companies can't tell you how their commission scheme works so when you're trying to you know talk to an applicant about it in an interview and they're like how does a commission scheme work and you're like oh, i don't really know um so anyway it's been a mess for a long time let's face it um and, and it's high uh, oh time man change. sales commissions oh man i feel like that is the most nebulous of of pay even to begin with you know we go on linkedin you see the job and it's like oh you live in california new york washington you know like here's these here's these salaries but you were i i've seen so much throughout my professional career when it comes to like the comp band and then you talk outside the comp band well now let's talk about like oh well well it's really your salary is not really this because you actually have rsus and you actually like we're incorporating like some companies might be like oh well your actual vacation is included in this right like and mm. they're really like stretching yeah. the truth a little bit with what your actual you know yeah, and if that's you're not 40 hours a week it's not transparent <laughs> at all and as a recruiter got just the this the sales the sales and the things with uh with that i oh man stories it's it's, <laughs> it's um this is something that that when when we were talking about having you on and one of the things that we were like really like interested in getting your perspective on are like during covid all of a sudden companies were like you know like facebook was like oh yeah actually like we we kind of were wrong this remote stuff works like if you guys want to move away that's okay and then they were like but here's going to be your new salary because it's based on like your geographical location and like and, and now some of them are even like pulling back on that and they're, they're trying to like, oh, this is the pay band and it depends on like your experience and the impact, but also on your location. But like they're, they're, they're not very open, you know, in California, mm -hmm. they have to be open, but you see ranges from like, you know, just for a random number, a hundred thousand dollars to $175,000. And I was like, for the same job. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw a job posting a couple days ago that was literally nine, um, 115 
to 212. Oh, yeah. That's totally and I was like, it, like doubles. What? <laughs> Anyone who looks at that's going to be like, can we take the 212, please? <laughs> the Netflix one is the one that circulates around, you know, um, Twitter and, and LinkedIn is like, it's something like 100 to 900K for like an engineer role, which is just like, it, it's, it's, you know, I, I guess they're trying to find loopholes in the sort of pay transparency laws, but it's it's meant to be reasonable bandwidths yeah. etc and um I, I i i do i mean everyone's got different views on, on on how they there's a difference i think between pay transparency and in your compensation philosophy and as an example i know a business in the uk let's say they're in the uk they're, they're basically fully remote about 40 employees um and they um pay their um employees based on London salaries. Um, so even if they've got an employee in Brazil, which they have, they'll, as an engineer, they get paid not based on their, their local market rate in Brazil, they get paid on London's rate. So mm. that's huge. Um, it's not probably too much cheaper than like California and, 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 and New York, um, you know, from, from, a, from a living point of view. So that person in Brazil is having a, a whale of a time, um, absolutely <laughs> loving life. Having said that, their, their London-based employees probably aren't necessarily earning over and above, you know, other people, but they're still being paid fairly. So that's an example of a business that has got employees all over the place, but doesn't necessarily change their salary based on that. However, in my last company, we did have an employee who relocated, um, and we didn't have much experience with this, but we had we did say that we're happy to support the relocation. We weren't intending to have employees outside of the UK. We'd like to support that and keep you in the team, but out of fairness to others, we, we believe we probably need to revisit what that pay looks like. And I won't go into the details, but if they, if they continued on the money they were, they would have probably been one of the highest paid people in the country <laughs> where they were now <laughs> for, for be, you know, in a, in a relatively, you know, junior recruiter role. So, um, it, there's, hmm. it's about businesses trying to understand what can they afford? What, what, what's their philosophy towards compensation ultimately, but where the transparency piece comes in is trying to, trying to, do a better job when it comes to communicating this and understanding how, how do we make sure there's some fairness across the board and that people understand how that works. Um, so it's yeah. been a tricky, tricky journey for companies to go through. Oh yeah. Um, and also that goes to that attitude behind transparency, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you, you need to have that desire to actually just be open, right? I, I love well, the name open org, right? You, you, you want to be open and that, that requires just honest communication of like, Hey, I love that you're, you're moving here. We actually do want to support that. We want to keep you on. We love your contribution. You let's have a conversation. Let's let this be two ways and see where it goes from there. Um, and it also opens up the door for things, you know, like it make, makes the, uh, it makes the, the environment that you're in more inclusive if everyone has a more equal experience, right? Like obviously based on experience, your salary is going to look different based on your level of seniority and like where you are, obviously all of those things change, but having that perspective and really paying attention to the pay in an equal way, are you being treated fairly amongst regardless of where you work, like yeah. location wise? Um, you know, I think that that also just does intrinsically affect the, employee experience because there's there's so many you know you see all these posts all the time about like talk with your coworkers about your pay right don't be quiet about it um because it historically has been a very hush hush experience professionally on like oh well you shouldn't but 
you know, I mean, that, that, that inherently damages at the end of the day, instead of actually helping people have an equal work experience amongst each other. So I think having that conversation is so important. I think a lot of that is grounded in when we talk about trust and, um, a lot of that for us is grounded in the way that you build trust. And there's a few things that, 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 that make that up for me. I mean, you can tie that into to, to pay as well, which I'll come, I'll come to in a minute for sure. But trust is about a few things for me. One is about information and, and, and access to it. But, but typically for me, access to information that technically you don't need to have access to. You know, if a company is legally obliged to share something with you, I don't think that necessarily builds trust. It's like, okay, you're sharing it with me because you have to. What I think really builds trust is sharing something that goes above and beyond legal requirements and that's where some companies that have really embraced pay embraced pay transparency have done really really well because um there are companies waiting for the legal requirements to come in before they they act and and it's like cool you're going to do it but you don't really want to the companies that have already made a move on this they're the ones that win long term like from an employer brand point of view and from a you know appeal perspective so sharing information you don't need to share is super super powerful documenting that and communicating that um well is, is another piece making it accessible to people which is why we love our employee handbooks at, at, at open org um which i think probably anyone who follows us knows um by now but making that you know documented written in stone makes it more inclusive makes it fair and and, and builds consistency which is the other element for me is trust is about not just communication but consistent communication and, and, and reliability behind that so companies you mentioned the facebook example but lots of companies probably fall into the trap of saying okay well this one employee wants to relocate now let's let it happen let's allow it um a few months time someone else might want to do the same thing and they say no it's about having a policy and a philosophy towards this and getting it set in stone so that it's fair on everyone uh, and everyone can access it see it and understand exactly how, how those expectations should be managed so there's i could talk about that all day but i think when it comes to pay that's where you see a lot of experts in the pay world talking about the fact that companies should have a pay and a compensation philosophy written down in stone. How do we think about pay? What works for our business? Mm-hmm. How do we approach it? You know, make decisions about it, calculate it. And there's no right way of doing it necessarily. All these yeah. amazing companies do it in different ways, but it's about mm-hmm. communicating how you do it. And people don't, people obviously care about what they're paid clearly, but people care more about knowing that it's been, calculated fairly and knowing what the decisions behind that are so they don't care so much about the what it's more the how yeah absolutely and i think that that's like that's like an easy one like i know it takes the companies being like it, it, it's a little vulnerable right like like you were saying they have to go above and beyond it's a little bit vulnerable but like i think of pay transparency as one of like the baby steps like dipping your toes in what can I do to be transparent? But you said there's 36 metrics that you guys do. And I was just wondering like the, the impact of, of like that dipping the toe pay transparency, does it, is that still really impactful for the overall employee experience company culture? Or are there some of these other ones that are just like, you're not really going to feel it as, as a, a people experience as, as employees until you get, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, like my my view on it, and my co-founder John. I mean, his background's like um, organizational change and culture, and, and he's an absolute genius on on some of this stuff. So, um, my my background is more so hiring and and um, you know talent uh, historically. So we were tackling this in different ways. Neither of us are pay experts. I should point out, we're not 
a compensation consultancy even as much as we do talk about pay and 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 focus on it as one of those areas but my personal opinion is pay is important to people but if they join a business that has a culture that doesn't work for them doesn't matter how much they're getting paid they're not going to stay there very long um so pay is important but for me the the single most important thing to get right is cultural alignment to a business um otherwise you're unhappy you won't perform you won't stay long etc etc um so the big issue that i've seen over the years from a hiring perspective is companies falling into this chase for like war for talent and and horrible phrase isn't it but like the war for talent has been raging forever and companies have like done whatever they can to build these shiny employer brands these career sites that you know have big powerful emotive you know videos on there with big booming music and you know don't really tell you anything and anyway it's been a big big bugbear of mine for a long time and ultimately it sells something to employees or future employees that they don't actually experience when they come through the door and that erodes trust and that is the thing that we're trying to fix with open org is build some more um brutal honesty into things like job ads career sites communications and get that alignment right at hiring stage so that when people join you it's really a case of like what you see is what you get um and that's where some of the other elements of 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 what we work with companies on come in pays a huge part of that in the hiring process but some of the other things that we touch on that people don't always think about and they always comment on this when they do like our our mini assessment and stuff like that or you know fuller one weird things that you wouldn't ever consider like we look at we we try to look at things like your manager to your employee ratio how big are your teams are they like on average five people to a manager 10 people that can tell you a lot about a company's culture and um, what's your meeting yeah. philosophy do you do your engineers have to spend eight hours a week in meetings because most of them don't seem to enjoy that um and if the more transparent you can be up front about your approach your philosophy to things like that the the, the better window people can get into your culture and, and how you work and when we talk about culture it's not the fluffy you know amazing stuff we, t- we talk more about the how how do you do your best work as a team as a business um the day-to-day operational um side of i mean operational excellence as it were um we're trying to encourage companies to share more of that detail and actually be more Mm. radically honest about why you shouldn't come and work here um some people don't don't work well with a zero meeting you know environment others absolutely thrive under it um so without rattling off all 36 areas we touched on you know the six pillars that, that sit over that one of them's compensation one of them's diversity one of them's culture we've got career development hiring you know and, and flexibility as well so trying to get companies to think intentionally about how they communicate all of these things or as many of them as they that works for their business really can elevate that window into a business i really love that wow. i love that because like the the job market is you know, as we know right now, really prickly and and really stressful for a lot of people uh, globally, right? Like not even just looking at the US, but looking around. And we also now live in an age where you do have a lot of power as, as a, as a shopper, right? Like you're shopping for work, no matter how you want to look at it. And there, there's going to be job postings you're going to look at, you're going to see the pay potentially. Um, You're going to see what's written in this job description and you're going to be interested enough to want to apply, look up information about the company, click on the company website, see that information that you were talking about, Adam. And then, um, you know, there's, there's like a split. There's the split between how much information is the employer 
providing and like being honest and transparent and like those assessment questions I love so much I love assessment so for me you're like speaking like I don't want to call it a love language but like you're definitely speaking my language at least but then there's also the flip side where it's like people can go on things like glass door mm. or fishbowl and now really start to actually understand okay what's on the website what's in this job description doesn't actually align with what is actually happening in the organization what's yeah. happening in the reviews and, once. and no one wants to get catfished and i feel like right. people are getting catfished. yeah mm. yeah and you know seeing it, seeing employee reviews to find out how am i are you you know like the engineering team you're never going to talk to your manager but if you're on the sales team you never don't you never stop hearing from your manager you know what i mean like and being able to learn about the business that way i mean that that's how people have to find out if it's not if there's no other way for it to be publicly available and an interview only isn't going to tell you so much and we were um you know you mentioned glassdoor i think at least trying to to do something you know positive around giving people a window into business but every people person everyone that i speak to gives a slight little eye roll whenever you talk about glassdoor you do take it with they a pinch do. of salt you also know that you know it can be gamed you know they've got big messages all yeah. plastered all over their you know pages yeah. saying fyi we can't change or remove reviews you shouldn't have to say that if it's like putting like health claims on food that you know isn't healthy like you shouldn't have to say that if it's genuinely healthy. And I know for a fact yeah. that Glassdoor can remove reviews and do remove reviews. I, I know firsthand that, that that can happen. Um, and it can be very easily gamed and doctored and yeah. there's some toxicity there as well. So not, not talking oh, 100%. about it, we're trying to take a, 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 a slightly healthier approach to it, um, you know, and getting companies to actually wear that as armor i don't know if anyone's like a game of thrones fan uh there's like a Tyrion lannister uh, quote when he talks about wearing your your flaws as as armor like and if you do no one can hurt yeah. you so if a business can embrace um things that they're not great at and talk about them openly no one can use that against you and and my one of my favorites and i know this isn't pay but one of my favorites is a company called bench accounting um who are, i think a canadian business in fact and um they've got a dei page and they openly talk about where they're going wrong, what they're failing at, what they're not, what commitments they've not been able to do. Um, it's amazing. It's great. It builds trust. Yeah. It, that vulnerability is powerful. Um, and companies need to do the same with things like pay as well. Yeah, it should yeah. be. It should all be open and honest, right? And unfortunately, the, the resources people have when they're looking at work are are limited to things that we know are flawed. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our first part of the interview with Adam Horn from Open Org. Stay tuned next week because things get extra spicy, extra elephanty in the org, if you will. Be sure to follow us, like, subscribe, follow, leave a review, and always remember you can email us at elephant at thefearlesspx.com. Thank you very much, everyone. Mm-hmm.